This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Time to talk tanking and some basketball and life with my friend Kanata Edwards, CBSSports.com. Nada the scribe on Twitter. All right, my friend. Are the, uh, are the Lakers unintentionally, as an organization, even without a first-round pick, tanking? Can you really call it tanking if you really if it's not, like, intentional tanking? I, I said it like was tanking, un- unintentional. But I don't think that's the thing. I don't think you can call it tanking if it's unintentional. So You're just disorganized and poorly managed. They set that roster up with the intent of winning? I think they set that roster up with the intention of being relevant. Now, granted, their idea of relevance and our idea of relevance, two different things. But there's a, I feel like there's a reason they haven't traded that 27 and 29 pick. And I think they understand that, hey, this roster is only going to go so far. And we'd rather be relevant. And I didn't think they factored in the whole thing of Russell Westbrook not being able to shoot. Or West, <laughs> Russell Westbrook basically being Carlton from Bel Air, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It wasn't trending Air, toward this? Remake. It wasn't trending toward this? Like, of but they, it was. But then they, they, they supplement Westbrook's missed field goals by bringing in Pat Beverly to miss more, miss, to miss more field goals. Well, what were they doing? Adam, we all know <laughs> that one friend that's going through that life crisis that keeps making bad decision yeah. after bad decision after bad decision. And we're out here surprised that the Lakers are doing it too, especially when they're trying to gain that relevance that they thought they once had at one point. Here's what I would like. I'm an idiot. I have, I've absolutely admit that I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. Why didn't they trade Anthony Davis? That was the asset because, because they could LeBron James can win with other great players. He doesn't need Anthony Davis. Here's the question I have. Then are you going to get back the just the treasure trove of picks that the Pelicans own? Like are you going to be able to negate that? That's I think they could have gotten players who could have helped them win though. And some picks. Yeah. You're not going to get everything back. Yeah, but you were well, like, at what point do you trade him? Are you saying you trade him for 50 cents on the dollar? Because I'm not sure you make up for that, that loss of, of picks. I'm not sure you even get that back at 70, like 65, 70. A- you would have to get like 80 cents on the dollar for him. Anthony and I don't Davis think you can get that from him. Anthony Davis is 50 cents on the dollar at this point. We know Fair. he's going to be hurt. We know that he is not going to be there when it counts. I mean, this is just this is the the player he is. Uh, our friend Bomani Jones uh, likes to refer to Anthony Davis. <laughs> he's not a big man; he's a tall man, and that's there's a yeah. huge difference in that. And they need Anthony Davis if the Lakers are going to maximize, which they can't do now with this team. Uh, they need Anthony Davis to be a five, a center, and he has no interest in being a center. Uh, so they're kind of. They're kind of SOL uh, on that. Are, are the, the Hornets are anti-tank. What are the Hornets doing? Why are they winning? I think people, it's early. I know. Like it, it one, it's early. It's 20 games in, but I like, I don't think they were ever intentionally tanking. We're talking about this team being owned by a man 
that we know and has been documented over five hour long episodes of being petty. And you think he was going to sit there and take a tanking year where you know Stephen A was going to say, sell the team. Yeah. Charles Barkley was going to say, sell the team. Y'all thought he was going to, like, and mind you, he did this once 10 years ago to the day and for trying to do it for Anthony Davis. And mind you, he got the same criticism that he would have gotten now. And now on top of that, there wasn't the Bridges situation or the book yeah. night situation. There's all of this stuff going around. You think he wants to tank and take all those spears and arrows and then only end up with a six pick? No, <laughs> I wouldn't do it either. I, I, whatever you have to do, Michael Jordan, they should freeze an envelope for him so he can get uh, Victor Wembanyama. Have you ever seen anything like that, by the way? I've, I've never seen anyone like Vic, Victor Wembanyama. The thing that I also think we kind of underestimated with this Hornets team is that there was a lot of young talent that needed to learn the details. And then the one thing about Steve Clifford and his coaching staff, they're really good at teaching details and they're really good at extracting talent and winning in the margins. That's, I believe what the plan was for this team when they had to go to the emergency button and hire Steve Clifford. He's there to extract this team, extract all the details, grow them up, because as we've seen in and out of the headlines, this team needed to grow up. <laughs> but at the same time, there was a lot of talent to this team. Steve Clifford is to bring and extract them, extract this talent out, and they're going to work hard when other teams and we saw it Sunday night when they beat the, the Hawks by 18 mm -hmm. that, yo, some of these nights, other teams aren't going to bring it. They are. And that's going to get them to a 37, 39, maybe even 40 wins. And we're all going to be surprised and be like, how did they get there? Because Steve Clifford does these things over and over. And we keep forgetting that we haven't seen his movies when we absolutely have. Nada the Scribe is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. All right, so I want to talk about the Brooklyn Nets here for a second. Like again, oh boy. All, all of all of these records really don't matter at this point because we're just a handful. Of, we've been playing basketball for a week and a half, so it's not a big deal. Um, whatever Brooklyn's record is, and I don't, frankly, I don't even know what their record is. I know they have been losing, and that's okay. It's early. Um, but Ben Simmons is the same Ben Simmons. He hasn't played basketball in two years, uh, more actually, and he's the same guy. At some yeah. point, don't you have to be better than that guy because that guy is going to make it harder on everybody else? Yeah, but I think it's different when you have a Joe Harris that comes back and a Seth Curry that comes back. Mm -hmm. That guy can you can live with that guy because that guy doesn't need to shoot. Everybody else around him will be able to shoot. He's going to you're going to have to get used to him. And I think we still got to wait that requisite 20 games. OK, I think that Ben is going to be some version of this version of Matt. And granted that you don't want that kind of version of Matt Ben Simmons when it's he, you're paying almost 25, 30 million dollars a year. Yes, for him. yes. But at the same time, this is Josiah. It's not my money. Right. I don't have to worry about the, the ROI when it comes to Ben Simmons. But if he makes it easier defensively, yo, I'm I'm like, I can live with that as long as he gets the shooters back. And if the shooters get back, they'll be fine. I saw something where they were like a 126 offensive rating 
with with KD, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons, ironically, I think they'll be fine. They're going to outscore a lot of teams. They're going to be gone and around in the playoffs, and we'll continue to do this because you know what? None of them are going anywhere. Well, that's true. They're, well, Kyrie is not under contract next year. Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-843. 0013 or text Adam to 600 Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. They unfortunately, I think the Nets understand they can't. They can sign him to whatever because right. it's, where's Kyrie going to go? Like, what you going to go play for the Hornets? Okay, good luck. <laughs> I, I'd love to see that happen for for, for all the wrong reasons. Right. You going to go to the Lakers? Oh, you're going to play for the mid level? No. Okay, cool. Like, where is he going to go? He's going to be back in Brooklyn. It's only a matter of like the price tag on this. Like they're all in a relationship where they understand they're happy. They're, they're semi miserable where they are, but it could be even worse if they leave. That's unfortunately, that's the way it is right now. What is the best story for the NBA this year? What would be the best thing that could happen to the NBA? If I'm honest, it's, Whoever is in that 11th draft slot gets the number one pick. Oh, okay. Because that way we can start talking about, hey, maybe this team, this team tried hard, did everything right, just missed the playoffs or got into the play-in tournament, just missed and got Victor Wembanyama. I'm with I you feel on like that. That's the best story. On and, that. You know, it's funny like because someone jumps up. I told you this uh, when we were uh, mm-hmm. setting up today. Front Office of Sports had a piece that uh, the N- the NBA actually considered using some form of relegation. Take the, the the two worst teams, send them to the G League, and elevate two <laughs> teams from the G League. Which, of course, on its face is silly because the G League teams are affiliated with NBA teams, and so that would be, I mean, just completely bonkers. Um, and not to mention the financial structure of the yes. of, of that would be completely untenable. Um, but I wonder if you could just inverse the non-playoff teams to say that the best ones get the best chance of the first pick. I would argue this. If you're going to do that, you might as well just eliminate the draft. We might as well take that one extra step further, eliminate the draft, and turn July 1st into National NBA Signing Day. Oh, my God. And I think we would get even more crazier ratings. You would have the Kyries with the Victor Wembenyamas, with the Thompson Twins, with the Gigi Jacksons. We might as well, if we're going to do that, we might as well reward everybody by saying, hey, why don't we eliminate the draft? Yeah, but how do the Sacramento Kings feel about that? You mean the Sacramento <laughs> Kings that have been getting the fourth pick in the draft for the last <laughs> little bit and have had this culture of, like, th- this is where, like, the culture would actually matter. Like, because look, look at the Minnesota Timberwolves. They were supposed to be better this year. I thought they would be better. Yeah. They're already bickering. You have Carl Anthony Towns 
talking about Anthony Edwards' eating habits. We're only a week in. Culture <laughs> matters. Yeah. These kids are going to, again, these kids will have more information about the culture of, of a locker room than we ever will. They'll pick places. They're not going to pick the winners. They're going to pick the places that they can play and they can get to that second contract. People, like, they're going to be places that you think, okay, they're never going to play there. OKC being one of them. Charlotte may be another. Orlando may be another that are going to be like, okay, we can play here. We can get our second contract. We can get paid. And there are going to be plenty of teams that are going to be willing to be that first contract spot for them. And therefore, eliminating the draft is always going to be the better alternative to whatever fix we think the draft is going to be because, unfortunately, the draft is always going to have those massive flaws and you can't – and it will always be gamed, unfortunately. So so we keep the completely unfair first contract – because all the players, mm-hmm. uh, that's all unfair, but that's fine. Uh, that's the way the owners want it. They don't want to pay these guys. Uh, so we keep that, but eliminate the draft. So Wembenyama can go say, hey, I want to play with LeBron. So he can go play exactly. with LeBron. That's the way to say exactly. You just saved the Lakers, Kanata. I know. I saved the Lakers, but at the same time, could you imagine Victor and LeBron having a conversation? That'd be beautiful. <laughs> and then we would get Kareem getting salty about another Lakers center passing him in legacy. Like, th- there's there's a whole bunch of storylines that we have yet to think of. And basically, we all do that by eliminating the draft. Or better yet, maybe Victor goes to the Knicks and the Knicks become nationally relevant for the first time in almost 30 years. I'm trying to remember. I fixed the league. You did fix the league. I'm trying to remember when they were nationally relevant. Because, I mean, I grew up a Knicks 99. fan, so. Yeah, 99. okay, they went to the finals in 99. That was the Sprewell team. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess. I guess they were. That was kind of a surprise, though, getting to the finals. So I'm not. Maybe the Carmelo Anthony years? Nah, they, they were just, they were sort of a, a sideshow. They were just an attraction. Uh, but they were. are the Knicks not a sideshow? That is true. That is true. I actually think that if you go, if you went back to the. Uh, to the 70s, the Knicks were legitimately good. My favorite era of Knicks basketball was the Bernard King era uh, and Hubie Brown. I loved when Hubie Brown was the Knicks head coach. That was my era of Knicks basketball. Uh, Final thing, basically because you're based in Charlotte. You and I have had this conversation before. Mm -hmm. Is it malpractice from the front office that the Panthers turned down two first-round picks for Brian Burns? I need to know what the picks were. Like if they were if they were picks this year, if one of those picks was this year, 28th this yes. year, 28th this year, 28th next year. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, no, that, that's malpractice. It's malpractice. That's what and I, I understand. Like, I understand where anyone's like, yeah, you don't know when those picks, but if it was 28 this year and you have, I don't know, 5 and 28, you can still move up and get a quarterback. Like, you can get the quarterback you need, 
And I, as much as I like Brian Burns, like he's still you're still regarding him kind of on potential. And he misses entirely too many sacks. You cash you cash out high with him. Mm-hmm. If it was DJ Moore, this is a completely different conversation because you're going to need someone for that young quarterback to come in and perform. But and, and he wouldn't bring that about, much anyway. I don't know about that one. That because I think about the AJ Brown deal with that, and right. AJ Brown brought back a pretty decent haul, and that was for a guy that clearly the Titans didn't want to pay for. So I would personally say DJ Moore. You got to give me three for that. You got to give me like the AJ Brown deal. If you're talking about Brian Burns, two first rounders, absolutely appropriate. And I don't, I think I'm closer to you saying malpractice than I'm not at this point. I appreciate you agreeing with me. It makes me feel good. Uh, Kanata Edwards at Nada Describe on Twitter. You're the man. I appreciate your time, man. We'll talk to you talk again very soon. Absolutely. We'll commiserate over the Mets. Ah, it is what it is. They got to the playoffs. <laughs> they got to the playoffs. True. We're the Mets. Right, it's like, it's like, like, would NC State complain if they got to the, you know, one of the? Stop, stop. You know okay. the answer is yes. Never mind. You know yes. the answer. I yes. apologize for that. Uh, thanks, man. Talk to you later. Talk to you soon. You got it. All right, halftime. And now, 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 your halftime entertainment. All right, sticking with the theme. Spooky oh, theme. Are we uh, we're doing ghosts again? Uh, yeah, so the headline got me with this one, and then I read into it more, and I thought, okay. Uh, things that make you say, what? So you can now get buried alive. I can? Uh-huh. And dug back up. But only for $57,000. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Buried alive. Uh-huh. Writing this down. Check. Then dug back up. So you won't, like, die-die. Exhumed. Mm-hmm. Only for 57 Gs. That's $57, it. $57,000. That's it. Is there financing? Uh, maybe, potentially. Okay. You could get a CARE credit card because, yeah. you know, that's appropriate. This is a startup in Russia that is offering people to be buried alive. Now, the reasoning for this is because it's supposed to give you a renewed lust for life, I guess, if you need some spark. Um, and that comes with a full fake funeral according to your religious customs of course so like will i know who comes to my funeral this that would be interesting maybe they'll have a guest list in a video so you can that would be very interesting to see who comes and see how they what the conversations are uh so do they i mean they have to bury you in something where you can breathe yes right Here's, okay. here, here's the kicker. Here's the perk. This is, <laughs> this is what they call the perk of this whole situation. You get to keep the coffin as a souvenir. I would want, for 57000 <laughs> I would want to keep the coffin. You might as well for when the real time happens, you know? Can, can I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. All right, I have to ask a question. Yes. How did you find the story? Oh, man, because I love digging. Ha <laughs> ha, get I, it? Oh, gee. Get, Are you serious? Get it. Did you just do that? <laughs> How oh, did yeah. you find this story? Um, no, I have my uh, I have my ways. Oh, that's I have incredible. My ways. So yeah, no, this is a real legitimate thing. Now, if you don't want to go like full force into this, just dip your toe in. You can uh, have an online funeral version <laughs> that only cost fifteen thousand dollars. Can can I be? Can we do this exact same thing, but with cremation? You know, I don't think it works out, though. Really? <laughs> yeah. Don't think so. Okay. No.
good thought, though. Way to think outside yeah, the box. Cremated and then somehow, I'm like, put back together. On fire today. Oh, man. Again. <laughs> and I'm done. Time to go home. Time to go home. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That was really I had good. To, when I saw the story, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe you started halftime entertainment with that. <laughs> I know. It's downhill <laughs> Every, from here. Everything is downhill. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, that in case you need something to make you, um, I guess, grateful for being above ground, you could go below ground for so 57000 I mean, you only need a handful of people. To, who have 57,000 disposable dollars. Right. To do this. I mean, you get 10 people doing this, you're set. Exactly. Ten, you don't have to actually work idiots, for real. <laughs> 10 idiots who think that this is it. Right. That's what I need. Exactly. I need to be buried alive and then exhumed. How long are you kept uh, you below, uh, below terrifying? It didn't say that. So oh, okay. I guess maybe just enough until you like feel grateful. A couple of and hours. You tap out. Maybe there's a bell. You ring it like when you're done. Like, okay. I'm good with life. Can we go see a movie? You got to wait till the funeral ends. True. Who, to see uh-huh. who actually brings you the flowers, well, literally no. and figuratively. Uh, imagine if you didn't wait till the funeral ends and the expression on their faces. Uh-huh. Man, now you really Here find we go. Out. That's, yes. All of those people are the people who answered yes to, have you seen a ghost? It, boom. From, From yesterday. yesterday. Yes. That's it. And hopefully they're a friendly ghost. Ties all together. It does. Okay. Moving on. Also another spooky theme. So, as we've talked about, I love scary movies. And I did not realize this, but apparently people who love to watch scary movies versus people who don't like to watch them at different times of the day. So there was a poll on just when you like to watch horror movies. Now, people who don't like watching these scary movies prefer to watch them at night. You would not think that. You would think they'd want it to be bright and sunny out so they don't see Freddy Krueger coming around the corner. Or they can see them. Well, no, it's the opposite. And people who like scary movies supposedly like to watch it during the day. I can say as someone who likes to watch scary movies, no. I want it spooky. I want candles lit. I want to be scared because I don't need to be in a box. I just want, you know, like, okay. you got to live in the moment. So, I don't know. But this poll says that, you know, that's how people like to watch them. So, who knows? I, I don't like to watch them. Well, see, and doesn't I was going to say, when. for you, doesn't you're one when. that doesn't like to. So, you don't care whether it's but light or dark I, out. I will say this, though. During the day, I'm not watching a movie. No. I'm not. Just not any movie. I don't care what the movie is. During the day, I'm not watching it. The only, only, only time I think I ever watch movies when the sun is, like, still out is if it's one of those rainy days. Like, if it's just a gross... And it might as well be halfway dark. Like, if it's rainy or it's super cold and it's a snow day or something, I could see snuggling up and, like, watching a movie in the afternoon, but no. We used to... It was, in a way, a little bit of a tradition, although it wasn't an every year thing. We used to... Oftentimes... We would go to movies on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. It's a like a, a traditional, that's when they release a lot of big movies. It is. That's the day I saw Godfather 3. Oh, per- perfect. I think that was the last time I went to a movie on Christmas Day, <laughs> to be honest. Not to date anything. Gosh, that movie was so bad. Yeah. I remember exactly where I was when I saw that movie. Don't you hate it when you're disappointed that from movie a movie? That movie was so bad. I know. See, sequels, I don't know, that's a whole nother topic, know. but... Godfather 2, arguably better than Godfather 1. Very true. So, I don't, it's not across the board. Depends on the, depends on the series, if you will, but Godfather 3 was 
wholly unnecessary. Yeah, it was. And on a good note, not a bad note. And last thing. So I know we've talked about it being cuffing season now. <laughs> and so. See, now I'm thinking about, what was Cuffington? Was that a bear? Is Cuffington oh, a bear? I think so. No, th- Paddington is Paddington. a bear. Paddington. Yeah, you All had right, the last it. portion of it right. I think I, I, I think I. Maybe, maybe I think I combined two bears things. Bears that Never are mind. dating or Cuffingtons. I maybe think that's I combined two things. Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, I did. I combined okay. two things, and you that's and that's fair. Uh, and some people will know where my mind was at. <laughs> okay. Are laughing right now. It's okay. Well, good. That's what we yeah. do. That's yeah. what we're here for. Well, if you are dating someone, this this whole thing, this article in particular, kind of spun off. Okay, so the interesting part is a spinoff from the original one. Apparently, there is a steak company like Beyond Meats. Have you heard yeah, the like absolutely. those kind of burgers? Yeah. Well, they're making a steak where it's a fake steak now. Okay. Yeah. And so this whole like article was just about whether people who eat real steak would eat this fake steak. But this then spiderwebbed into a different article which says a lot about a person okay if you like your steak well done and you put ketchup on it and this is a first date don't count on a second date because your date will be judging you and i thought there's two faux pas in this why are you getting your steak well done a real one and then why are you putting ketchup on it well, if, you, if it's well done, you, you, need you have ketchup. to at this point. Yeah. So, Cheese and ketchup help everything bad. That's that's out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just... Yes. You know. So if you go on a first date and you get a steak, hey, and I know people love ketchup, so I get it. Some people love it. But if it's a really good steak, you don't need ketchup. I don't know. Well, that's they've a, that's already my ruined it, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and we're talking I mean, real steak here, not a fake one. I have not <laughs> had a fake steak, so I cannot say what that tastes like. They're doing amazing things with Beyond Meat. They are. They do a lot. There's a lot. So, yeah. But just in case, first date, maybe go for, like, tacos. Beyond, yeah. You can do non-meat tacos. Do fake tacos. Yeah, sure. Why and not? You can put all the ketchup you want on them. <laughs> Gross, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is. I know. I, I, uh, I completely agree. Uh-huh. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.